Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, it's tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, including our podcast. Glad you all could join us as well. Where we're helping you guys to be able to fill out your summer reading list for the entire family. And our next guest has written a great book that I think both the young people and us adults will enjoy. We're excited to welcome Linda B. Davis to our broadcast today. She's celebrating her new book. Book, Food Fight, we'll talk to her not only about the writing of the book, but what this experience has been like for her to share these characters with the world. And of course, we'll let you all know how you can get your own copy of the book. Linda, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, the pleasure is definitely all mine. As I mentioned, this book is perfect timing as people are looking for this summer reading. Let's kind of begin where we are right now, Linda, with the book now being out for the world to read. What has this experience been like for you to see the way that readers are responding to it? It has been so exciting. It's been such a crazy week. The book came out on Tuesday. I had a really fun launch party with family and friends, and it has been really fun connecting with people who are reading the book, who have read the book, um, people that I know and people that I don't know, and it's been really a fun ride so far. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think that the cool thing about the book for myself, Linda, is that it is something so many people can relate to on so many different levels. And even if they're not a picky eater themselves, I think we all have our own little quirks that make us who they are. Is that one of the broader messages that you've noticed people picking up in this book? Absolutely. And and that is one of my main priorities is to make sure that people – remember that exactly what you said. We, we all have certain things going on that, that seem maybe embarrassing or maybe different from other people, and that is especially true for middle graders. This is a story about middle graders, and that is an age where everything feels so important and so um, critical when we're thinking about fitting in. And so this is about a specific topic, but I think this topic generalizes to all sorts of other experiences kids this age have. Such a great point. So you bring up then an interesting connection then, Linda, your love of storytelling. I mean, is this something that has always been with you? Was it something in particular that kind of sparked Food Fight? I have always been interested in writing. It's something that I, that I started doing about 10 years ago, um, joined some creative writing classes. Food Fight actually started as a short story, um, the dinner table where Ben is at the table with his family and it's a it's a pretty highly emotional scene was actually a short story that turned into the novel and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pull it off but I did it took a while but it but it came together and what is the reason why I brought up about the quirks, uh, Linda, is because I think, again, as I mentioned, even if, you know, food is not the thing that some people struggle with or finding something that they like or being able to be in situations where, you know, what they like or what they think they like is not available, there are other things, of course, that Ben is dealing with, too. He's just dealing with life in particular. <laughs> and as you mentioned, of course, we know that young people are dealing with that, but us adults as well. D- did you know in particular that you wanted to write for that, you know, for, for that middle grade um, audience, or, or what is it that kind of sparked you to kind of write in that direction? I think 
I think several things. I, I think that the most important thing to me when I started writing Food Fight was to really hone in on the idea that Ben's eating disorder does not happen in a vacuum. Life continues to march on around him, and he has all sorts of other exciting and stressful things pulling at him, as we all do. He has a first crush. He has a bully. He's running for um, student government. He's going on this class trip. And so finding the balance between looking at the specific situation that he's facing and putting it in the backdrop that everybody can relate to with all these more typical experiences was a balancing act, and I worked really hard to try to do both. Yeah. And you did something else that, for those who haven't gotten the book yet, Linda, they don't realize, but you actually slipped into Ben's skin to tell this story. I mean, you literally are telling it in his voice. Was that an easy decision for you to make? I really felt like this was a book that needed to be told from the first person, and I am not a middle-grade boy, and so it, <laughs> it was it was a challenge at times. But, you know, you brought up a good point a few minutes ago, which is we all still have those moments, even as grown-ups. Yeah. We have those moments where suddenly we think, oh, gosh, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I don't fit in here. I feel like people are looking at me funny. And so if we kind of lean into those middle school feelings, I think we can all relate to Ben. Yeah, I think that's like a daily occurrence for me and so many others, I think. You know, doing the world these days is not the easiest. It is definitely not true for Ben, you know. But what I love about this, and I'll talk around this, is that there is, I mean, the book is very fun, but it also deals with what are some serious issues, including Ben's family. Talk to us about that, because I think one of the things I like is that you know, there. And I'm not a parent myself, Linda. My radio audience knows this. But what I thought about was so interesting with Ben's family is that there was a certain empathy, and even at times it seems like uh, a sense of helplessness as to what to do. What was it like for you to kind of create the characters around him? Well, I think that the experience of Ben's parents can be generalized too to other situations. I think that parents think we want to send our kids out into the world. Um, ready to be successful, ready to be accepted, and ready to have a good day every single day. And Ben's yeah. parents know that that is becoming harder and harder for him, specifically because his he has this eating disorder. And yet there are a lot of parents that are sending their kids out into the world every day knowing that their their kids have, have some challenges. And those yeah. challenges can create some, some kind of dicey family dynamics in a marriage, um, just in the way a family operates, because everybody's kind of working around it. Um, everybody has different ideas about maybe what should happen that that's portrayed in the book. And again, I think this is specific to Ben's situation, but can be generalized to all sorts of things that families face. And families are facing a lot of complicated things right now. Right. That's a great point. And I think for for Ben, as for all of us, we, we do our best, right? We try, and that's really one of the things we see in the book for sure. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live or speaking to author Linda B. Davis today. She's celebrating her new book. It's called Food Fight. I want to remind you, you all can stay connected with Linda as well as get your own copy of the book as well. Linda, you, like the rest of us, are navigating the crazy, crazy world of social media 
media. What has it been like for you on this side, now that the book is out, to be able to connect with people both online and offline? Well, as I'm sure many authors have told you, writing a book is very different from promoting a book. And writing a book is a very quiet, private affair, and promoting a book is not. And so it has been an adjustment for me to shift gears and I, I don't love going online and saying, hey, look at this, look at me. Um, yeah. But I do want people to know about this book. I've, I've worked hard on it, and I think that there are a lot of kids and families that would like to read this book. To my knowledge, there is not a book written about this specific eating disorder called ARFID um, in a contemporary, realistic way. And so I want people to know about it because I think that it could be helpful for a lot of families. Plus, as you said, I hope it's just a fun read, and maybe see, maybe there are people out there that don't know anything about um, extreme picky eating or the diagnosis of ARFID, but they're going to read it and maybe have a little more empathy next time they sit next to someone who's eating a little bit differently than they do. Yeah, I think that's it. And I think, too, there is a sense of, even though it's, it's, it's a fun read, but we are dealing with some really – I think serious issues uh, for sure in the book, but we also are able to see how how Ben is able to think outside himself because he he is not living in a vacuum. He does realize how he is you know being seen by others, but also trying to operate in the world of others. But it brings up a, a great point in a broader sense for you, Linda, and for our audience, and that is about being comfortable with yourself and not making excuses for yourself. How important has that been for you in your life, and how has that shown itself in Ben? Oh, gosh, that is a very good question. I think personally it gets a lot easier as you get older and you have some perspective. I think what's hard for Ben and for kids Ben's age is they just don't have enough life experience to have perspective, mm. and everything feels enormous. Yeah. And I think that it's hard to see past what's happening in your in your own arena. I think everything's so heightened for kids. Um, mm. I think my experience, I'm not working right now, but having worked as a social worker helped me learn a lot about the reality of how how challenging life can be for people at different points in their life. And yeah. and I think that that has given me perspective, too. I think being a mom, watching two daughters go through life, going through middle school and high school. Um, and so I've, I've hoped that I've brought all of those experiences to to this character and to this book. And and all of that, you know, is not necessarily fun. There's a lot of fun in this book, but but life can life can be tricky sometimes, and and right. what I love about Ben is that he do, he does get down and he gets discouraged, but he is a resilient kid and he's creative in the way he goes after things, and and I, he's a fun character to read and he was a fun character to write because he's got some some moxie to him that I that I was always happy to bring out. And, and I think that is a big thing, and I think it, there are times when it seems overly dramatic. Uh, in Chapter 34, where Ben kind of says to himself, I'm doomed probably for life. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, there are, you know, we, of course, we as adults can be just as dramatic, I guess. But, I, you know, I think there are so many things in life, to your point, Linda, where we kind of, 
uh, feel as though the sky is falling, but then of course we wake up and there's another day there, right? I mean, and, and there's that too. I, I one last thing I want to talk to you about, Linda, because I think it's a great point here to what the conversation we're having, and that is that Ben is not having to navigate this world by himself. He's able to see there are people there rooting for him. Not everyone's against him. There are people who appreciate him for who he is. How important was that for you to have those type of characters? Yes, he's dealing with the bullies, dealing with a lot of other things, but he's also dealing with people who are rooting for him. Well, and that that was fun, too. And one of my favorite characters in this book is Olivia. Olivia is Ben's assigned lab partner. She's mm-hmm. quirky. She is not running with the the popular pack of kids. And she is a what we would call an unlikely ally. Ben doesn't want to be lab partners with her, wants to get out of it. She's straightforward and a little irritating. And yet, she is the person, maybe more than anyone, that helps Ben see himself, helps him realize that he is more capable of handling his situation than he realized. And so once he's able to see himself as someone who can handle things, other people see him that way too. But but Olivia is pretty pivotal in getting him there. Yeah, I love that, love that. And so I have to ask you the question. I'm sure others are already asking you, Linda, so I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't do it too. Are we going to see Ben again? That is a very good question that I'm asking myself, and I'm thinking (laughs) that there's a possibility, and I'm thinking that I I really do love writing Olivia, and I'm I'm thinking about how maybe there could be a story about Olivia because I think she has an interesting story to tell too. Ah, I I miss I miss them. I'm I'm happy that they're out in the world, but I do miss them. And it is it is funny when you're writing how some characters some characters come so easily. When I sit down to write Olivia, she comes so easily to me. So I I think there might be a story there somewhere, but I don't quite know what it is yet. But I am working on on other things too. So I have I have another um, a YA novel I'm I'm finishing right now, and so I have other projects in the works also. Love that. Well, congratulations to you, Linda. So glad we had a chance to chat again, everyone. Linda B. Davis has been our guest. Food Fight is the book out now. You can get it through our friends at Amazon.com or from your local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. It is published by Regal House Publishing as well. So, Linda, how can our audience stay connected with you? Well, they can check my website, which is LindaBDavisAuthor.com, and Look for, I don't know, reviews and events and so forth and check in there. And I just appreciate having the chance to meet your audience and, and talk to you about Food Fight. Yeah, the pleasure is definitely all mine. Congratulations and looking forward, even if it's not about Ben. Linda, you're welcome back. We're looking forward to speaking to you again. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You as well. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care.